Do you have your sound? I guess I do because oh. you were you were not here. Very good. And I was quiet for a change. Excellent. All right. Um, this is four oh eight. You're the you're the ship's cook. Everybody. Welcome to Seeky Dragon. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. And this is episode 408. Um, Ain't it great? Sure. Say no to hate. <laughs> Don't be late. Say no to hate. Yeah. That's also great. <laughs> and that's, again, this is why I say skip the first 10 minutes of every podcast. Oh, you always say that. And yet, I always say People it. always enjoy the I first 10 minutes this. of our it's podcast. It's like, uh, skip okay. the first 10 minutes of every podcast. Yeah. Only watch the first 10 minutes of every talk show. Oh. First 10 minutes of every talk show, they put yeah. in the effort. Sure. And then it's just, hey, here comes some guests. <laughs> Meh. And That's then, true. And it goes. That's and, true. And uh, first 10 minutes of every uh, podcast yeah. is, uh, is, is, is like uh, when you see a kid learning to ride a bike mm-hmm. and they're just wobbling down the, the thing. And then, you know, it's like 10 minutes later, they're going to be fine. They're going to be driving that bike around. But it's like, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the it's parent fun. behind them going like, you can do it. You can do it. Just pedal. Pedal. Just keep, keep talking. Keep talking till you, till you get it. Keep talking. Uh, you got it. There you go. You found a conversation. You're fine. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the first 10 minutes of, of podcasts. I, I, unless, I know you Unless do. there's ads. Oh, okay. Then I could see skipping it. Okay. If it starts with an ad. Sometimes actually with podcasts, if they start with an ad, I don't even listen to them. I'll turn them off. Do you um, skip ads? Yes. Yeah, I always skip ads. Religiously. Yeah. Poke, 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 done. Yeah. 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 Uh, I uh, I like Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history, but he does the tricky ads where it sounds like he's still doing the show mm-hmm. and then you realize, oh, it was, he was fooling me. It was an ad all along. Yeah. And then I kind of go, yeah, fuck this whole show then. <laughs> you're, uh, they got me. You're a fooling me. Yeah. Yeah. They got me. And also, after you've listened to enough Malcolm Gladwell, uh, you get the gimmick, mm. which is just like, you know, you've heard poison is bad for you. Mm. But poison is good for you. And here's some people telling you how poison is good for you. And then you go into it, and there you are. And there's some twists and turns. But it's usually the thing that you think, it's the opposite of what you think. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. So I, what's the topic? Well, then I get where it's going. Okay, well, I get that. How I we kind go. of enjoy that, actually. No, it's good. It's I just like, the same I enjoy thing paradox. repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. There's one episode where there was a friend on, and he was talking about how at what point in the game they should pull a goalie. Yes. I thought that was really interesting because what he was saying was logically correct and yet insane because no coach would ever do that because the fans would lose their marbles over if someone, you know, if, someone, if a coach pulled a goalie like five minutes before the game was over. Yeah, and then like a scientist goes out in the middle of the ice and goes, everybody, hey, <laughs> settle right. down. Let this me explain. logic. Let me get my chalkboard <laughs> out. You'll explain. You know, get him. And they all throw octopus at him. <laughs> we said a Detroit game. Sure. Is that the who does the octopus? That's thing? who does the octopus thing. Squid yeah. pro quo. Why? Why the octopus? Well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know where the tradition came from, but it is a it is a tradition. It is weird thinking that people bring that their own rats. octopus. What? But like plastic rats oh, into the ice. God yeah. Damn. Like yeah. that sounds disturbing. And for a while, it was a thing in Vancouver to throw salmon on the ice. Oh, that's terrible too. It just seems such a waste of. Food. It's a waste. Of, well, octopus is just a waste of food. You shouldn't be eating octopus. They're cool. Yeah, I like octopus as well. <laughs> So, but uh they are they're they're too no you're right smart. it's a waste of food yeah like, i don't, don't think that's the point of it that kind of country that like wastes food they're just trying to like i think it's like 
supposed to be sort of an answer to the octopus. That was something like uh, Trevor Noah talked about once, how uh, he watched that um, Animal House uh, scene with the food fight. And it really disturbed both him and his mother. Mm. And it was because, you know, they could take violence. They could Because, like, if, like, it's violence, yeah. it's not real violence. But if sure. it's a food fight, they're wasting real food. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. food people could be eating and you're just throwing it around. And it's yeah, just yeah. like, mm, yeah, that's, that just seems wrong. Well, I always think it's wrong because it's not funny. But I guess that's another reason. People back then thought it was funny. Well, it's a, it's an example of of uh, affluence, right? That you have so much that it means so little to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that sums up the fifties pretty well, or the early sixties in, in a big way. Actually, it's it is it is symbolic in the film. I think the, the way the use of it, but but yeah, I can see why it'd be they're disturbing. rebelling. They're rebelling against the status quo, and I guess the status quo is everyone's got enough to eat, so we can, yeah, you know, we can afford to do this. That's right. But it just it, it seems crass. You really want like a whole bunch of birds to swoop in then and just like peck them all to death. <laughs> peck them all to death. Wow, yeah. that seems like a terrible punishment for just to. I came into food. Animal House like after watching Delta House, which was the sitcom mm-hmm. that was the spinoff sitcom. One funny episode. Was there? What was the funny episode? When were they bringing the horse into the dean's office? Is that that's not in the movie? And the that, horse dies. Is that the? Isn't that the movie? Is it the movie? I believe so. Oh, maybe I'm mixed up then. Okay, I think I think it's I think. Okay, it's that's the funny movie. in the movie. All right, yeah. Uh, the uh, but yeah, they did a spinoff like sitcom, and I was like, oh, that's fine. And then I watched the actual movie, and I was like, Ew. it was much like watching uh, Mash, and then you watch the Mash film. I was like, ah, so you're not used to that. No, that's funny. Yeah, that is true. Um, Animal House is a good example of like of that a media where. You as a, a modern person watching it, you're a little bit, even though I grew up at that time, like seeing it as a teenager, because I didn't watch it as a, when it came out, which I think is 79, 78, 79 around there. I think a little earlier maybe of that, yeah. Mm. Uh, I would have been quite young. And so I saw it as a teen and like the attitude to the women, it just seemed repulsive oh, to me. Oh, completely, yes. And the teacher sleeping with a student, the, the Elliot Gould, I think it's Elliot Gould, is it? Yeah. That sounds about right. Or Donald Sutherland. Donald, D- Donald oh, yeah, Sutherland. you're right. Sorry, Donald Sutherland, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just, it just... It's 1978. It's icky, yeah. Well, see, I was right. Uh, it was icky, but um, but I think it was accurate in its ickiness mm-hmm. to, like, the attitudes of that time period, you know, so... Yeah, you, le- you, you learn, you grow, you think... I mean, even something, you go you go on to, you know, Ghostbusters mm. and, uh, and, and go like, huh, that, <laughs> there's a lot there that uh, doesn't uh, quite hold, mm-hmm. hold up. But I think that's, that is the character, so... Like, I think his arc is to move away from being that person. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he does in the movie, though. It's so funny. I was watching I was watching a, a video essay about Ghostbusters talking about how it's kind of a, a libertarian or conservative fantasy. Sure, yeah. They start their own business. Start their own business. And they, uh, they, the government's they bad. shit on the EPA. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that kind of element to it. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. That's a good point. Hmm. Curious. You wonder how many people watch that and take it in as like, oh, yeah, the government sucks because, you know, the EPA does stupid things like let ghosts out. <laughs> you know, like even if even if they're not actually putting ghosts there, they're still thinking that it's a it's a waste of time government. Yeah, we do. We do another show called Fansplainers. We just uh, covered a, a movie that I'm not going to say the name of because we always like uh, kind of reveal that later on. We want to surprise you. you know, a little bit of that. But uh, this was a movie where you're following some pro- uh, protagonists. And uh, kind of talk like in in our you know in our show about like wait a minute if you were coming at it from the other point of view mm-hmm. and just looking at them would they be yeah, the yeah. villains yeah and if you look at Walter Peck in uh, in Ghostbusters he's a good, what's he's what, a good guy 
He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he works for the Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah, and these fraudsters. And let's let's be honest with them. They were fraudsters before. Like uh, Peter Venkman is a fraud. Like when he's doing the con thing with the girl and the psychic thing. Yeah, yeah. He's a fraud. Yeah. You know, and then you know he's uh, they're uh, they're you know uh, going after ghosts. Well, of course ghosts don't exist. Yeah, yeah. He knows that. He's a science guy. Of yeah. course, this is all bullshit. These guys are pulling a big fast one, and the, and and it looks like they've got like nuclear devices on their backs and it's like well this is very dangerous in fact they say this like if they do something wrong with this they're going to blow up a city block i would like the epa probably to shut this down (laughs) and if this was real life yeah you know it just coincidentally goes surreal whoops so you know he made that mistake but that's your classic haunted house mistake that you make in any movie Mm. you don't begrudge the people who go in the haunted house don't believe ghosts are real and then uh, something happens sure yeah classic mistake within a genre that I love. Yeah, and 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 you know, the the big thing that uh, is the big difference between Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two, aside from uh, quality, and there's a number in front of one of them, or behind one of them, behind yeah. one of them uh, that you don't see is like between Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two. Yeah, they all decided to quit smoking. Oh, whereas Ghostbusters, yeah, find a scene where they don't have a butt in their mouth. <laughs> like just try and find one. Aside yeah. from like when they're in the library. Yeah, you know, it's just like. Always consistently, just totally, everyone smoking constantly through the whole movie, smoking, 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 smoking. Yeah. And then in the second movie, nobody's smoking. So they all decided at some point to quit. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I, I guess that's when that whole like kind of anti-smoking thing started taking hold of the movies, where like only villains could smoke. I think it was because they based so much of it on the cartoon. That they were oh, okay. getting that young audience in, and they didn't mm. want to have the example of smokers. But in the reality of Ghostbusters, what I feel is they all realize now. There's no reality of Ghostbusters, but okay. The reality of within Ghostbusters to the characters okay. that they are looking at sure. is that they now realize an afterlife exists. Yeah. Life is now more precious because they don't want to die and become ghosts. Yeah. So they all have quit smoking and adopted healthier lifestyles huh. because they do not want to become ghosts because they know that's where the afterlife leads. They they don't know about a heaven. They well, they, do not yeah. know about a hell. But yeah. they do know There's that ghosts. you will turn into a weird-ass ghost. And it is not great to be a yeah. ghost. So, yeah. you know, uh, stop smoking. You'll, you'll be a ghost that kind of looks like a green raisin. Yeah. Arms floating around. Yeah, you don't want to be like, that. What was that? What was that in his former life? Well, it was John Belushi. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's who it was based on. It was John Belushi. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was originally supposed to be in Ghostbusters, but yeah, they like loosely based him on Bluto's character from Animal House. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you could, like, first of all, it was supposed to be John Belushi, but you could really say when Bluto died, he became the green ghost yeah. from Ghostbusters. That does track yeah. uh, pretty pretty well. He does very Bluto things. It's weird, though, that, you know, one, most of them look kind of like people. Like they look like just people who are floating. Some do. With kind of raggedy clothes. When they, uh, you know, you've got like the, the library, library ghost. Yeah. Yes. Like but when they do have the whole thing where they open up the gates, you know, where they open up, sorry, the the, the containment unit. Yeah. Then you have a whole bunch of weird, creepy, like a, a Jim Henson puppety type uh, ghost oh, okay. whipping around and whatnot. And then yeah. you got the one, uh, you know, um, Tales from the Crypt type uh, ghost who's the uh, cab driver. Who just looks like a, a peeling skin zombie? That's weird. Yeah, he's uh, he's weird. interesting. Like you know, the city the city's going to hell in a handbasket. The taxi cab drivers are dead. I guess this is a weird. I don't know how are you supposed to interpret that sequence in the movie. Why are ghosts driving? Why, why did he get a job? 
Well, I guess he was a cab driver before, and he no, died no, as a cab yeah. driver, and he's just got unfinished business. He's like, I, you know what? I need a job. I have experience in this. I got my ticket. I'll go down in. Sure, you got a medallion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do your uh, do your thing. <laughs> Finish off that cab ride that you didn't uh, didn't have before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a strange. Uh, yes, it's hard for me to remember everything about that movie that I watched once. I did watch that movie many, many times. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I've watched Ghostbusters, the first one, quite a few times. Huh. The second one, oh boy. Oh boy, that's a rough, <laughs> I've never seen that's it. A rough time. I've never that's seen a rough time. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the uh, uh, the new the new one. The reissue? I do like a Paul Rudd. We'll see what we, we'll see what we is do. Is he directing it? No, Paul Rudd is the actor in it. Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, but why, why is he in it? I thought it was... He's acting it, in it. I thought it was the original cast. Uh, some of them are, some of them are around, but yeah, there's other new actors in it as well. Okay. Paul Rudd's in it for sure. Okay. Hmm. You don't like Paul Rudd? No, I do like Paul Rudd, but I'm just wondering, like, it's already starting, starting to sound like it's too funny. <laughs> it's too funny? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Not really. Tell well, me. like, Ghostbusters, they're funny. Yeah. Rick Moranis is funny. Everyone else is serious. Okay. They're like, it's a serious world. I've got to assume that these are... That there are other Ghostbusters that are around. I've got to assume that's what they're doing with it. Like, you know, there's a new generation of Ghostbusters okay. Or, okay. or some such. I, I you always hope for that. You hope for this in the first, the other Ghostbusters one. In, in, that they were doing that? Yeah. I didn't care about that. That was fine. Did I say that I, that I wanted that? You, I think you thought that's what they were going to do. Yeah. Well, that was the original trailer did make it seem that way. Because mm, okay. they, you know, showed the old firehouse and said, like, and this year, this happened, and now this is happening. No, okay. And so they se- seemed like they were making a connection between uh, the the two. Yeah. And uh, then they, they did not. They went in and uh, they were uh, a little bit uh, sloppy. I still like the the new one, but it was like, I, there's a lot of big problems, for sure. <laughs> there's a lot of big problems. Huh. I, I, re- I respect that there are, that there are issues. Uh, but I, I'm kind of curious seeing where, the, where they're going with this one. I'm trying to see what the, there we go, Ghostbusters 220. Okay. And so, yeah, you've got, uh, yep, uh, Finn Wolfhards in it. Okay. Uh, Carrie Coon, don't know who that is. Uh, uh, Ernie Hudson is in you. Dan mm-hmm. Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and Paul Rudd is in it. Uh, Annie Potts and Sigourney Weaver are, are back as well. Mm. And uh, we'll see. And they say the film has no connection to the uh, 2016 reboot. That seems like a bit of a mistake. I would uh, figure a way of, like, connecting somehow. But, you know, we'll see what they do and we'll see what they do. Hmm. It's uh, it's like the the cartoon show was uh, better than it, it should have been. Much, much, much better than there it should have been. There were two different ones, though. There was one with an ape. Oh, yes. There was, which was based on a, um, which was based on a live action show. Oh, there was okay. a couple of different Ghostbusters. There was yeah. a Ghostbusters. It was a Bob Hope movie. There was a Ghostbusters. Yeah. But there was a, yeah, Filmation's Ghostbusters with, um, oh, the guy from F Troop. Mm. Uh, and a couple other people. And yeah, there was a guy in a gorilla outfit. Larry. Storch. Yes. That's right. And then they remade that after Ghostbusters was a successful movie uh, as an animated uh, thing. And okay. then they had to call the mm. the other Ghostbusters thing the real Ghostbusters. Okay. Yes, I remember my, my mother-in-law, she would often buy, like for the kids, she'd buy like videos she'd find like at the Valley Village or whatever at thrift stores. And she had, she had one with that show. And it was like, this horrible garbage show, the, that the live action, or the, the Ghostbusters. No, no, the Ghostbusters the animated? animated one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the good. problem I had with the live action Ghostbusters with Larry Storch, yes, was uh, they would, you know, it had a laugh track, it had everything you'd have That's for Saturday true. morning, and yeah. a guy in a gorilla outfit, which was not the best thing in the world. Yeah, uh, who was? Yeah, I think it was like 
uh, there was a character named Spencer, and then the gorilla was named Tracy. So it was like Spencer Tracy. Get it? That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, the <laughs> the Ghostbusters, uh, the ghosts would be like big campy like actors, like yeah. a Rip Torn or something. Like that. Yeah. Rip Torn? No, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor would be like one of them. Rip and, Torn. And uh, yeah, Rip Torn. Oh boy, be weird fresh off Easy doing. Rider. Oh boy. Uh, but then they had a device that they would basically like destroy the ghosts with at the end, and uh, it was like, well, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see the ghost being destroyed. That's that's no good. I think they really got around that with the whole containment unit thing. It was like, yeah, they just like, you caged them. That's fine. That's great. We're fine. We don't want to see them like killed. That's uh, that's rough. Poor ghosts. As a child, I always found those shows, the problem with those shows was that the actors were too old to do the physical comedy that was demanded of them. How dare you? Did you see Jim Neighbors and Ruth Buzzy and uh, The Lost Saucer? I probably did. That's nah, not very good. <laughs> They were robots slash aliens, and there was like a dog that was part dog, part horse that was like a dorse. Mm. And uh, then some kids uh, joined them in the saucer, and they got lost, and they could never bring the kids home. Like every Sid and Marty Croft uh, thing, uh, children got lost and then never yeah. found their way home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe return the kids on the last episode. Sure, maybe, that's, maybe that's what you want to do. We didn't know it was the last get, episode. Get the kid out of... Well, why don't well, we you, didn't know. Why don't you film the last one? We, oh, we should have, but we didn't think about it. Yeah. Get the kid out of Lidsville. We thought it'd be on forever. Get the kid off uh, Puffin Stuff's Island. Why would kids want to stop watching Puffin Stuff? Hmm. Do you remember this show? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Richard Benjamin. Sure. It was a science fiction show. Okay, on yes. On a spaceship. Do you remember what it was called? Uh Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. A uh, Quark? That's right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That was a... I don't know. Was he a garbage man? No, he was a captain, I think. But wasn't wasn't it a garbage? uh, It might have been a garbage scow. That yeah, I think it was a garbage scow. Yeah. Okay, that's more than I remember of it. I I like your outrage, by the way. It was like (laughs) it was was he a garbage man? No, (laughs) but it was a garbage ship. Yeah, it was a garbage scow. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) But he was a captain. Yeah. Yeah, like a person who drives like the the garbage the barge full of garbage isn't a garbage man he's a captain of a garbage barge (laughs) he's a garbage man it's a slight no you're absolutely right no i do stand uh not corrected no no you should stand corrected because it's different entirely different so the star of love at first bite i don't i don't remember that show which is actually a good film but i remember liking it a lot as a kid like it just seemed like right up my alley like it had like things i was interested in was it a sitcom or was it a saturday morning it was sitcom okay on friday evenings how long did it go for? Not very I do long. remember it, it being a bit red dwarfy. It was not very long. It was uh, it was canceled quite soon after it started because people were not ready for science fiction with laughs at that time. Yeah, there you go, Richard Richard Benjamin, and that was from 1977. And the premise behind that mm. was, uh, yeah, it was a garbage scow, uh, United Galaxy Sanitation a Patrol cruiser. Okay, uh, it really feels like that would have been like a word they would have spelled out to be something. Uh, in the year uh, 2226. Oh. Yeah. Far enough in the future that it makes it, it makes it believable. Yeah. How many seasons did that run? Not even not even one. No. No, it did not. <laughs> it went from May 7th, uh, 1977 to April 7th, 1978. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it went that long. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anyone else was. Oh, Conrad uh, Janus was, uh, was in it as well mm. from, uh, you know, Take the Good, Take the Bad. Take yeah. them both. No, no, you don't. Sorry, uh, it's uh, that's facts of life, which different, is uh, you're thinking different, different strokes. strokes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that kind well, the world no, no. don't move to the beat of just one drum. What Isn't... might be right for you might not be right for some. That Con- wasn't that Conrad Bain. Oh, you're absolutely right. Conrad Janis was from Mork and Mindy. He was the um, he was Mindy's father. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Sorry about that. The crabby dad. 
Krabby Dad. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And then they uh, ditched them, I believe, in the second season. A big mistake. There's a lot of big mistakes. I think the biggest mistake was cocaine. Lots of cocaine. <laughs> That's bad. But also mm. taking taking away like your main comic foil is not a good idea. It's bad for a show. I think that, yeah. they you went, untether it. They wanted to have someone cooler. So they got like a couple of cool characters and replaced the older characters. Not a good idea. No. And then they brought in, I think, Tom uh, Poston, which was, was fine. He's, he was fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Mm, not not my, not in my books. All right. You're not a uh, Tom Poston fan? Not no. a fan of Newhart? I, no, I like Tom Poston, but I don't think that... It, it doesn't... Like a show like that, because you have such a crazy character in the center of it that you really need to ground everything around it. And Tom Poston's character was kind of weird. And it just seemed like everything was kind of weird after that first season. All right, let's fix Mork and Mindy. Here's the problem. Okay. With Mork and Mindy. Sure. Uh, Robin Williams, hilarious. Yes. Every scene Robin Williams is in. You're interested in seeing what Robin Williams yeah, is doing. Yeah. You can't have a sitcom where there's only one funny character. Like the other characters, wow. no, you can't. Name a, name a show but where there's you, one think, funny character. Like any sitcom. Think of any sitcom. Yeah. And there's a bunch of funny characters. I guess, but they have to be, they can't be main characters though. That's fine. Right? Like Newhart, like the Daryl characters, the, yeah. Darryl, the brothers. That's right. You had Peter, Peter Scolari was in there. He was funny. The, yeah. uh, you know, you had uh, Tom Poston. He was funny. But they're not funny. Bob Newhart, even just the original Bob Newhart show, you had all the uh, people, uh, psychiatrists, yeah, yeah, patients the, were the all patients funny. And stuff. But they're not, but they're not funny. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not Robin Williams funny. Well, he's got like, that manic, crazy energy, right? Yeah. So you need, here, what do you do? First of all, you got Mindy. So you got Mindy and she's the setup person and the reactor. Yeah. So yeah. we've got those two. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Now, what do you do with everybody else? Yeah. Like, are they crazy characters? Mm. Doesn't really are work. they lightly funny? Well, it doesn't really work when you got a, a manic character there. What do you do? So you can't. You can't make a sitcom around that where there's mm. just one hilarious character. Mm. You know? You just you just can't. Yeah. So, like, again, think of, like, absolutely any sitcom and, you know, the side characters all have to be, you know, interesting and funny. Well, they uh, could be well. interesting or have funny lines, but I don't think they need to be. I'm thinking of, like, the Newhart show, like. Like Bob the, would react. He would react. And that was especially in the Bob Newhart show, he would react. Mm-hmm. Like his whole thing was someone would say crazy stuff and he'd just like stammer his way through, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. reactions. But I'm thinking like with the with Newhart, like there was the character, I can't remember the character's name, but the rich girl who worked yes. in the the in the end is it made like, she's not funny, like not a funny character, but... She's good to react to. But she's good, she's like, yeah, good to react to. Like so, and that could work too, I think with... With Mark and Mindy. I think the problem with Mark and Mindy was the location of Mark and Mindy. Boulder, Colorado? Yeah. Like, it just feels like it's too small for what that was. Like, they needed to be in a place. It's Boulder, but it's not just Boulder, Colorado. It's like they're on the second story of a music store. Okay. Like, there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Like, it's a beautiful house, boy. It was nice. Uh, You're right. I'd live there. there, Sure. It's really nice. nice That'd be a beautiful, nice place. Yeah. But. In terms of like incident, it's really not great. Mm-hmm. Like you needed it to be somewhere else, like somewhere more busy, more bustling, more something. Do you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, like a newspaper office. Like say she worked for the newspaper. Okay. And she couldn't, she couldn't trust Mark to be by himself. So she like finagles some way of getting him onto the staff of the yeah, newspaper yeah, as a reporter. Yeah, they got to go cover stories, gives him a, yeah. something to bounce off of. That's yeah, right. That all makes sense. Yeah, so you can have like funny staff people there. You know, you can have a sports guy who's like a, a, a lug. You can have the editor who's a nervous wreck. You can have, sure. you know, all the kind of like funny characters WKRP around that. type. Sure, yeah. sure. And then, 
And then that can be like your kind of base of operations and you kind of react from there. Yeah. The, prob- the problem being, again, like, you know, you look at something and I'm not a fan of, uh, of, of this show by any means, but like home improvement. OK, like I'm not a I'm not a big Tim Allen fan. But like Tim Allen's whole thing is like people say things and then he reacts to the things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people around him are kind of over the top and he reacts to things. Yeah. Um, but when your center character is the over the top character yeah. and everyone else is reacting well, that's just too much to pressure to put on that one character. It's got like this, this nothing you can't that burns out. That's not good for like yeah. a half hour. That's too so much. So you're saying that the Mark and Minnie show would never work. I th- because then you'd have to it, bring in an equally manic character, which they did, but it didn't work. It didn't work because they were too similar. You know, it was too similar in the in the manic kind of uh, energy. They were yeah. both like doing improv bounce offs, which is yeah. Jonathan Winters in the third season. Sure, it makes sense to do that. But it doesn't really work. That's right, because the other characters. What are you going to do? Like they brought in the two cool characters. I forget what the, what they were, but they you know they do like typical sitcom jokes. Yeah. But then Robin Williams is doing blah blah blah. It just wouldn't work. It mm-hmm. just doesn't mm, doesn't 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 fly. Yeah. Like for the most part, the successful sitcoms with stand up comics. Yeah, the stand up comic is almost like you know it does have funny lines to say mm-hmm. and does have funny things to do, but. They react to the other characters like Seinfeld or yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond or, you know, as we were saying, uh, you know, New Newhart. But, yeah, Robin Williams is just a different situation. I don't know what, what you do with that. Yeah. yeah. It worked in, uh, you know, when they first brought him on in Happy Days because, you know, everyone else is setting him up and reacting to what he's saying. Yeah. It all works. And he's just a walk-on. So he can't he's – not, he's, not run- he's not carrying the show. Whereas Mark and Mindy, he's entirely responsible for the show. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I can only go by – I mean, I haven't watched the show – for a long, long time. All right, let's go watch them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, well, we just watched them all. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I have to go home now. It's quite late. Yeah, can uh, you believe they had a time travel story to wrap that up? Then they did, too. Did they? Yeah, they were all lost in time, being uh, hunted by an alien killer, I believe, uh, who was the um, uh, the second lead in uh, uh, Candace Bergen's show, uh, Murphy Brown. Oh. Uh, the guy who was like the uh, kind of daredevil reporter. He was like an alien hunter, and he was hunting... Mork and uh, Mindy and uh, Mirth through time. Huh. I believe that was how they they wrapped things up. And they never really wrapped it up. Yeah. Well, that does sound. That sounds more interesting. That sounds like the way to go <laughs> with that character. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing. I think. I think you're right. I don't think we can. I don't. According to you, you can't really fix Mork and Mindy. That it's just an unworkable thing. Unless you could make it a cartoon, which they did. <laughs> Maybe it works better as a cartoon. Did it work better as a cartoon? Well, I can't imagine. Not on Saturday morning, no, because you really couldn't have them do anything. Yeah. It was better than the Laverne and Shirley one where they joined the army and had uh, a pig as their sergeant who was voice, voiced by uh, Ron Pilillo. That sounds terrible. It was uh, not, why is there a pig? <laughs> <laughs> no, one asked these, no one asked these questions. Yeah. Yeah. I thought my solution was good, but I guess you're, I guess you're right. Well, you've, you've, you've want a Mork to work at like a, a sports... Uh, like a as a, a on a reporter type thing. Yeah. Like I do like the idea of of I just him, want him to him be like going out on assignments. I just want him to be in a place where there's more to happen than in the than the upper story of a yeah, music Yeah, no, story. I think I think that I think that's right. I mean, the best episodes, you know, were things like where he goes and he uh basically meets a bunch of racists or something and he has stuff to bounce off of. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's even what you do is you have more serious type topics and then you have his manic energy you know, go go hard against that, and you, yeah, and, and see if that works. I don't. I really don't know. It's uh, it's it's tough. You think like, well, you know, and then and then you see like later on his career and how he's like such a good actor. It's like, uh, 
Yeah, just too bad. They Did you ever see the episode where he met Robin Williams? Mork met Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams was a famous actor in uh, the world of Mork and Mindy okay. for, from his work on Popeye. Ah, and well, that uh, is a that is a made up story. Yeah, and he was also a very successful stand up comedian, and so they get to talk. And Robin Williams, it's it's one of those kind of serious type things where he talks about how hard it is kind of to be him. Which yeah. now you look back now and go like, <laughs> whoa, a uh, little little hard to watch. But yeah, huh. it was it was interesting. There was a lot of heart behind it, and of huh. course he plays both, both yeah, yeah. parts. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's in- it was interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. I was gonna make a bad joke so i won't do that but that is that is not what sitcoms are all about <laughs> they just let them go yeah that's okay two things one it's kind of it's sort of funny that popeye was the the uh catapult of fame because mm-hmm. that movie was such a debacle as it turned out but i do like that speaking of octopuses used badly yes speaking of actors used badly mm-hmm. speaking of one of the great casts oh great cast Bill this, Irwin's in that for crying out loud. Bill Irwin, you know, Shirley Duvall is olive oil. Like, I mean, yeah. the movie is like she's great. Yeah. People made for this movie. Like, Robin Williams is great as And by the Popeye. way, if you watch scenes from it, you'll go, "This looks like a really good movie." Ray Walston is Pappy. Like, so many good, so many good people. Yeah, if you watch sorry bits of it. Yeah, if you watch bits of it, mm-hmm. you'll go like, "Oh, this is weird and interesting." Yeah, but yeah. speaking of cocaine, like that movie, the movie is basically an excuse, an yeah. excuse doop, to. Doop. <laughs> it was an excuse to smuggle cocaine. Smuggling cocaine was part of that movie. Was it? Yeah. That's what Robert Evans, that's why he oh. did it where he did it. Like, yeah. Oh, and to hear that. they ran out of money. But I think also, wrong director. Jules Pfeiffer's script, right? Jules Pfeiffer's script, yeah. Crying out loud. But I just think, I think Robert Altman's direction, even though I love, like, the the look of the town, and I I, I even like, like, the overlaid dialogue and all that kind of Altman-esque things, sure. it kind of gets in the way of the film. It's like the comedy of the, the movie. Like, there's just too much... There's too much uh, stuff happening that you can't really focus on the on the film, yeah. you know. Like in the original Popeye cartoons, because it's a cartoon, there's just not that much happening in this in the sequences. You know, when Popeye's like walking through Aladdin's cave, for instance, it's just him by himself muttering, muttering until he comes upon the lions or whatever. Yeah. Like he's not. It's not like a crowd of people hustling and bustling around where music goes doom dun da doom boom ba doom bum 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 bum. And all these people, rah, rah, rah. it's just like, what the hell? How can you have comedy like yeah, this? Yeah, it's chaos. And it just, you know, it doesn't work. Like, Altman, I don't know. Like, they gave him a few kicks of the can. He also directed this movie called O.C. and Stiggs, which is based on a really good National Lampoon uh, set of characters, set of stories. Mm. Um, Alan Moore kind of stole the characters and did his own version of them as aliens. Right, yeah. But so the original characters were like these two teenage kids, you know, a couple of near duels who get into this, these really uh, bizarre adventures. And it could be like great, and I, and I think people who really like Robert Altman are probably like it's great. But people who are just like normal you know, human beings, normal human beings who just like Robert Altman films rather than him himself, uh, would all agree that it's <clears throat> would all agree that it needs some work. I'm just gonna have a sip of water. You, oh, you, please, you no, talk. Go, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, it's a bizarre, uh, it's a bizarre film. Uh, you know, Popeye deserves better. Robert deserves better. Watch uh, <laughs> clips of it and uh, enjoy the clips. Not just that Harry Nelson did the music for it. So yeah, it's just so Sherry Devell deserves better. <coughs> she just deserves better uh, yeah. on the whole. I hope things work out for her. <laughs> yes, I think they did, didn't they? No, no, no. What happened? Um, I think most recently she did an episode of like. Dr. Phil, where she was having some mental health issues. Oh. She was having a rough time, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, when I was uh, working out of Nelson, B.C., she had done um, 
she had done uh, Roxanne. Okay. Uh, the movie Roxanne, and uh, the the town was bewitched by her and just mm. couldn't talk, say enough nice things about her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and she did that fairy tale theater show. Yeah, that's what I thought because well, she with, produced with Robin it. Williams. He did one of those. Uh, and she produced that. So she did I produce that. She was a producer. It was a popular was quite successful. show. I, yeah. yeah, she was doing. She was doing fine. I'm not exactly. Sh- it it felt like the Doctor Phil thing was very exploitative. Oh, okay. And uh, and and so I don't think people have followed up since to see what's going on. Yeah. They want to like. Give her, give her some space, uh, but but yeah, I hope things I hope things work out uh, work, yeah. work out for her because I've heard nothing but good things about the way she treats people and she's done so many good things yeah. and uh, she seems she seems swell. It's a small part, but she's great in Annie Hall. Yes, as Woody Allen's. Uh, she, she does have uh, yeah the jaw joke is it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, Sigourney Weaver also in uh, Annie Hall very very briefly. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum like these kind of neat little a lot of, cameos. A lot of little cameos. Yeah, in there. yeah that's, right. that's absolutely right. <laughs> yes, I for talent. Whoever was casting that film. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's coming back in the new Jurassic World as it. I think like basically everyone from the original cast that's still alive. Oh, like Laura Dern is in it and stuff. Yeah, like Laura Dern's in it. Sam. Uh, Sam Neill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're bringing them. They're bringing the gang back. I I don't think we need that, but still, people like the <laughs> big monster dinosaur island. I haven't seen the second of the of it's the new ones. It's not good by mm. any means, but that's uh, what I heard. So I, you know, so kinda... dinosaurs they do a thing. I don't see what more you can do. I think we're done, right? Yeah. Like the dinosaurs, do they eat people? Great. Do they get it... off the island? Great. I guess as long as you're getting paid for it, what the hell? I mean, the next listen, the next film really should just be it's an island full of dinosaurs. Yeah. And you find out. That dinosaurs have taken over the world, and sure. now these super intelligent dinosaurs have cloned humans, mm. and they've decided to like make a park of just humans. Okay, and, and the dinosaurs are going. I think this is a bad idea. It's like, no, no, we must. Yeah, and then you make the humans, and the humans run amok. And I was like, oh no, all these poor dinosaurs are running from humans as uh-huh. they're you know learning to evolve and stuff. And that that would be your movie, twist it up. Okay, so by in my idea of this movie is that they clone a famous Canadian actor. Okay, it's Jerusi Park. Ah, very nice. There you go. Good job. Here's 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 what, I, here's what I would like to see. He's a tip jar over here. If you want to, I would like to see an island, right? And so yeah. they've got your Jurassic Park is on one side, one side, or okay. Jurassic World, whatever it is, yeah. right? Yeah. And on the other side of the island, okay, uh, Westworld. Oh, okay. And now both parks run amok. Yeah. So now it's uh, your robots of Westworld <laughs> okay. versus your dinosaurs. Over on this side, so right. like, say a dinosaur bites off your leg, yeah. that's not going to stop the that's not going to stop the robot. And yeah. also, these dinosaurs can't really eat the robots; like, mm. they can't digest them. So it's just basically bite them off a bit and toss them around. Yeah. And, but then, like, Yul Brynner's still coming for you. Like, who would win that fight between Westworld and Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park? Who would win? The, the answer is the audience. The audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was thinking you meant like in terms of the because then you would also it would be fun because you'd have like the western. Robots fighting dinosaurs, yeah. and you'd also have, you know, probably some space robots and yeah. other themed robots, like medieval knights, maybe like fighting dinosaurs yeah. as well. You have a good time, and then you don't feel bad when the people get eaten because they're like, ah, it's just a robot. Who cares? It's fine. I remember seeing Westworld as a kid, and and this none of it appealed to me. Like I was watching, I was thinking, like I wouldn't want to go to this place. It looks dumb. It looks kind of boring, actually. It's like a boring place to go. Okay. Is Western themed and it wasn't just Western though, was it? No, no, they had like, like you said, like the a other... medieval thing and stuff. But it all seemed like, ugh. Wasn't the idea that you go and you like uh, also have sex with robots? I don't think so. Not I in think the original you one. Some sex with sexy robots. Not in the original one. Really? Yeah. Oh. It was more like you would be in like um, these sort of like uh, you sort of 
the sort of live-in fantasy world. So you would like to be the king of this medieval court, and then you'd have these robots who would play the play the characters in that. And you never have sex. Well, no, that's not really part of it. Mm, I don't buy that. Then I think they did. I think they had sex. No, people didn't have sex with robots in the 1970s. They're too. They're too angular. Okay, it didn't seem appealing. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't have sex with like Rosie from the Jetsons. <laughs> no, or Irona from uh, Richie Rich. This looks uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, okay, Westworld film. I'm looking like now. Okay. Uh, but I don't know how to look this up, like Westworld film sex. Yep. Now you're going to get tracked. I don't. <laughs> you get that email. I saw you. Yeah. With James Brolin, Thanos' dad. Hmm. Nice. Let's see what we All right. We got eh, things. Amusement park. Uh, indistinguishable. Yeah, amusement park. How much How much do you think it costs to go to Westworld today? Today? No, no. Uh, back, oh, back back then? then? Like they, they, What was the charge to go to Westworld? It was $1,000. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Really? Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I, that was a guess, everyone. I didn't remember that from seeing the film no, so I long gotta, ago. Mm, I seem to remember there were some some sexual shenanigans, but... Eh, no, sure you're thinking of the new show. Oh, for sure there are. Yeah, it's yeah. all... I'm talking about the original one. Brothel. I don't know. I'm talking about the original one. I don't know. I think there was. It's think 1973. This... I think there was a lot of things. Oh, and Richard Benjamin, yet again. Yeah. Man, this guy keeps coming back up. Sure does. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, let me recommend uh, Love at First Bite. Is it still hold up? I don't know. I think it does. Love at First Bite. Love at First Bite, yeah. Is that like dead and loving it? Uh, and yet the opposite, and that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> who's the uh, guy who's famous for tanning? George? George Hamilton. George Hamilton is Dracula. I think in Trump? Yes, I'm thinking Trump. I don't think... No, he doesn't come from a spray thing. But yeah, it's a modern-day uh, Dracula, and uh, Richard Benjamin is the guy who's trying to kill Dracula. Oh, that's right. in yeah, it. I have seen and that And Artie Johnson is uh, the Reinfeld-type uh, character, mm. and there's like a, a disco dancing scene with Dracula that's oh. quite good. But but George Hamilton yeah. pulls it off. Yeah. Like, it's quite, it's, it's quite good. Well, like, he was an actor. Uh, he was an actor, but that doesn't necessarily mean him? people are good. What happened to that guy? I think he just became George Hamilton. Yeah. I think he just kept tanning, and he kept becoming kind of a caricature of himself, and yeah. that was fine. He was happy like that? It seemed to be. Like, there's money in being George Hamilton, I suppose. I, I guess so. Is there a lot? You know who I follow on Instagram? Nope. Charo. Really? And she's great. Holy <laughs> shit. She's great. Okay. Like, first of all, she just looks like Charo. Secondly, she's still working. Huh. Thirdly, she's an amazing guitar player. Like yeah. she is an amazing fucking guitar player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's still a great dancer. She's you know, huh. and she just has this joy for life. Like yeah. just amazing joy. Like she's gone through some tragedy lately, but like she's just got this like mm, just embracing life, having fun. She knows she knows how to be charo. Yeah, she knows people like charo, and she really charos it up. Yeah. a lot on Instagram. It's worth it's worth following her. It'll uh, brighten your day seeing okay. that. But yeah, I think okay. there's people like her and uh, George Hamilton. It's like, well, this is what I am. Yeah. That's what people want. I'm going to give it to them. There we go. But I can see Charo. I mean, Charo has some has talent. She plays guitar and sure. she can you can she can actually entertain. George Hamilton. I guess he does like dinner theater. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you have to do to be George Hamilton. I do know you still have to tan. I want, I'm going to give you a job to do Okay. for next week. I want you to research George Hamilton. I want you to let us know how he makes a living being George Hamilton. Okay, I could look it up right. No, now. no, no. I want you. This is your. This is your. I'm giving you a little job to do. Okay. Next week, when we come back next for the next episode. All right. Which is, it's actually in three days from now. 
Right, we're going to record a little early. <laughs> yeah, we have to record early. Because I'm visiting New York. You're going to New York, right, so yeah. we have to record early. So, so uh, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that I'm not giving you much time to do this job. Yeah. It's going to be a rush job. It's going to be a, you're just going to mess it up. Sure. And I'm okay with that because I realize now that I put a lot on your plate. Oh, it looks like he's an assassin. Just looked it up. He's an assassin. He's an assassin? $3,000? Yeah, you can go to Westworld for three days. <laughs> Give him $3,000 to kill anyone in the world. Yeah. I don't know if that seems like a lot of money or not a lot of money to like be in a completely interactive environment. Thousand dollars. It's an amusement park. Yeah, but it's an amusement park with like life, completely lifelike robots. Where mm-hmm. like you could be the king. Is that a lot? They're not though? totally lifelike though in the in the movie. Yul Brynner was pretty lifelike. He no, he's his, got like robotic. Took his face off. And then, uh, yeah, that's not lifelike. You can't do that in real life. Can't take your face. Yeah, you can once. <laughs> well, yes. Or yes. Have you ever seen a movie called Face Off? I they take their faces. Did off. see that movie? Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Did you like that movie when you saw it? Face Off. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's good. Did you see Face Off? Yep. And you didn't like Face Off? That was okay. It was good. It's kind of long. It's kind of noisy. Was, it was good. Um, it's like watching an opera. Yeah, I'll give you that. It was definitely like watching it. It was like two big hams getting to be all nice and hammy. And, and of course, the idea <laughs> that, that like too. they change faces and their body types could not be. <laughs> it'd be like Laurel and Hardy exchange faces. <laughs> like, I can't tell which is which. <laughs> like, this makes no sense whatsoever. No, also, doesn't. like, you know, the wife having sex with a husband is just like, I can't tell the difference. Really? Yeah. There's no other differences. Yeah. No other differences. That's right. Okay. Between fine. your loving husband and this psychopathic yeah. murderer. Also, no equally scars at all? Mm. Okay, fine. All right, fine. There's, fine. A lot of, there's a lot of gimmies in this movie. There's a lot of gimmies, and I liked how gimme it was. It was basically Freaky Friday, but with that, with, you know, faking science. Gimme, gimme, gimme a face after midnight. Um, I was going to say that. Uh, uh, I am going to New York next next week. New York City? Yeah, they got the best salsa I've heard. <laughs> so I had to get uh, yeah. my passport, and I did get a passport. I'm glad to hear that. Have we talked about my passport problems? We have talked about the fact that you washed your passport. Right. Have we talked about how many times I got scolded? You did get scolded a lot, yeah. Yeah, I got re- I got, I got scolded upon scolded upon yeah. scolded upon scolded sure. upon scolded. Did it ever occur to you that you deserved it? What, is this a fetish thing? <laughs> didn't say just because you deserve it doesn't mean it's a fetish thing it just was such a strange thing to me like finally i got the passport which is there you go now i feel like i can talk about this scolding (laughs) like you know you gotta take care of it no you gotta take care of it you gotta why why'd you why'd you wash it yeah what happened like all this business yeah um it's like because it was a fucking accident as i said like last week um did you say fucking accident or accident no No, i said i was uh, i was like going through a border polite yeah but now that it's like all (laughs) said and done and i've got it yeah i still for the life of me i i don't understand why the scolding like if if i'm because because look it's no skin off the government's it is actually no it's not because it really bothers them because there is no government like that that's like there's not a government that's a guy who's like, oh, this is a pain in my ass. <laughs> because I paid a substantial amount of money yeah. for the replacement passport. Okay. Okay. A substantial amount of money. So, like, there's no scam that I'm pulling doing this. No. Like, if I lose it and, like, oh, yeah, there's a possibility that maybe they've taken that passport, they've altered it. Someone's making a fake passport. Yeah. That's dangerous. Terrorists can come through, yeah. and now they're going to explode. No, but I got a, a little damp. I'm giving it to you. You're taking it. Yeah. All, all, all that's happening is you're replacing it. Uh, you're running it through the machine. I'm getting another one. I'm paying for that. You're getting more money from me than you would. Like, 
I'm sure you're making a profit on it. Like yeah. there's no way you're not making a profit. So you've now made money off this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no loss to you. Why am I getting scolded? There's no reason that I would be pulling this scam because I feel like I've got too much money. Dip in water. Uh oh. Here, take this and some money. <laughs> I got you. I had to go find all this ID. That the do. Like there's no. There's you know I say scold people for something that uh, can harm others. Yeah. Yes. Or or is a is a huge like you know pain for them to do. Yeah. You know. Uh, or are there what's yeah. that? So I don't know if that's the reason to scold someone because it puts work on your desk. Maybe that seems like a but it doesn't seem like shitty thing. Absolutely, any you're reason. making me do my job. Yeah, I guess I feel like as a grown adult. Yeah, the amount of scoldings that I'm willing to receive. Yes, uh, has gone down. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I thought that too when I lost my American passport. Like I got, I really got in trouble. Like I, it's like I'm an adult. Like I. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't lose it traveling. I just misplaced it in my own house. Right. Like one day it will turn up. I hope because it's such a okay. hila- such a hilariously bad picture of me. I really missed that passport. But pretty much, I got told that if I lost my passport again, I was I could be criminally liable. Which means what? Which means you could get charged with with, uh, with what? I don't know. I guess there's some sort of trafficking in passports they can go on. Okay, and then what happens? You get fined? You could. I don't know. You could maybe go to jail. I you go know. to jail. Yeah, I don't know. Well, then you would never like tell them. <laughs> Right? You would just not travel, right? (laughs) Oh, I hope so. Because where would you go? You'd go like, I'd like to go to England. But first, I got to go to jail. (laughs) No! That makes no sense, right? That you would never never report it. I think it's just a dumb threat. And and here's the other thing. What if you got mugged? What if you got mugged? And like, I got mugged and they stole my passport. Well, (laughs) off to jail for you. Shouldn't have gotten mugged. Scold, scold, scold. You know, what happened? Oh, my house burned down. Well, off to jail for you. Like, no, it makes not a lick of fucking sense. It doesn't. No. You're right. But for the next 10 years, my passport had in it, this is a replacement passport. Fine. So that did that ever stop you at the border? Did no, no, no. It's if I something if I lost it again, it's yeah. in my record that this was a replacement passport. Yeah, and then I would get in trouble. Yeah, but and that's and as Paul F. Tompkins says, is there anything worse than getting in trouble? Like the idea that someone could yell at you. I know. Like it just doesn't, like, doesn't bother me though. As an much. adult, like again, we had uh, we had some problems with taxes like earlier this year, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, we basically got like. Really, a good hard scolding from yeah. this woman, yeah, uh, who was like our, our tax person, like not our tax person that we were hired, but a tax person for the government, yeah, and and yeah, it really got into this whole thing about just like you know, uh, how we live and where we live and all this kind of stuff. And it was just like, it's just so weird again, as an adult, to like have someone, especially from the government, yeah, like scold you, and you're just like. No, like you can't say no, right? Because I don't have enough money to say no. Yeah, because you know they could really like fuck you up. But it just feels like someone in in a position of power using that pa- like at the passport office. Either in my experience or yours. Yeah, you're not the first person this has happened to. You're not the first person this happened to today. When I got through, I think as I mentioned last time, you know, they're asking me like over and over again, like, what happened? Well, I got washed. Well, who washed it? I washed it. Why'd you wash it? Because I wasn't paying attention. Why weren't you paying attention? Because of this like sad thing that was going on in my life, I didn't pay attention. Oh, okay then. And like after all that pushing, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's the third one today. Then why are we making the thing? 
thing. I'm not doing a weird thing. It's like, yes, it got damaged. It got damaged. It happens. Clearly, it happens repeatedly. Yeah. Do you do this every goddamn time? They do. Do you have to act like with shock and outrage? Like, uh, the cat shit on it. Why the cat shit on it? Because it, 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 it pooped on it. Why? Because we fed it and it ate food and then it defecated on it. That's why. What the fuck? What the? What's, I would what wonder why. I would wonder about that one. About also. why the cat shit yeah, on the passport? Yeah, why, why did you have your passport? Didn't want you there. to travel. Wants you to stay home. <laughs> why did you leave your passport out, though? Why'd you leave your passport yeah, out? Yeah, where a cat could pe- could take a poop on it. That's Because really I left careless. the room to feed the cat. That's careless. <laughs> it's not being careful at all. Yeah. When, like, I, when I go to the... Uh, you, leave your, you leave your dog in a hot car, you get a scolding. You leave your passport in a hot car, and it warps. Shouldn't get a scolding. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Both if your you dog should, eats your passport you should, while it's in a car. You should roll your window down for your passport. <laughs> that someone's going to take your passport. Mm, this is a crack. Let's let, give, let it. That's how big some, a passport is. Give it some air. <laughs> uh, when I go to the, the funny when I got my passport last time, I got I got a scolding not because my passport, but I got a scolding because I don't have a social insurance number as an American right. citizen. You they, let he who is without sin. They're very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they're very concerned about uh, that. Like. Like literally, like really, like stern. Yeah, it's an odd thing. It is an odd thing that you don't have a social insurance number. Well, I'm I do. Not scolding I mean, you. I have a so I have a Canadian social. No, but you don't have an American one. No, I don't have a social. Which is Canadian. which, as uh, also an American, that is an odd thing. I guess, but I've never worked in the states. Here's the thing. I don't here. I think there. Be... I did trim some donkeys for a couple of years in the states. Mm. Other than that, I didn't work in the states. Just a just a bunch of ass work. Um, hmm? What. Uh, there probably here's the thing. There probably is. This is the only way I can like uh, envision that you would deserve a scolding. Okay. Is they know a way that you not having that social insurance number can benefit you in an illegal way. Yeah. But they're not going to tell you that uh, because now you'd know it and yeah. maybe do it. So <laughs> instead, they've got to go. Moo, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Which is the same thing with our passports, probably. Like. When when they're mad at you for for losing a passport, they can't say, "Well, you could have just taken it and sold it to this guy for twenty thousand dollars." And I don't, oh, I shouldn't have told you you can sell them for twenty thousand dollars. Like they shouldn't, but there's a reason that they know that you don't know that, and they can't mention that. Yeah. So you know that you have no social insurance number means something like you can't be arrested, or you know you can just make one up, or something else. You could pull you could pull a fast one yeah. somehow in the states. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, they just seem. I mean. The reason that they're concerned about it nowadays is because uh, without my social security number, they can't charge me taxes for money that I earn in yeah. a different country than the United States. That's what we're paying now, yeah, with people. Yeah, like what's the incentive? For, what is the incentive for me to go get a, a social insurance number? Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to get any. I'm not going to get a pension because I've never worked in the states. Right. What kind of benefits do the states give me outside of? I have my citizenship. What does a social security number give me? Yeah, this is a... I mean, if I worked there, of course I would have a social security a, number, and I'd be happy thing, to yeah, pay my taxes. Where they wanted you to um, have a record of, uh, of what you made, even if you didn't you know, live in the States, have a record of what you made, just so they, they would know if people were doing like overseas stuff, like putting money away in the Cayman Islands yeah, or yeah. what have you. Yeah. Uh, Did this whole, come in under Obama? No, it was... Oh, wait a second. I think it came in under Obama, yeah. Right. It, okay, this part came in under Obama, but then... Here's what happened. Yeah. Uh, which was to, to track it, but it was never going to charge you any money. Yeah, yeah. It was just to keep a record to see if there's any shenanigans. Yes. And then Trump uh, swapped it around and went like, no, 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 you owe us money. If, if Well, I haven't earned any in the States. Doesn't matter. You earned money in another country. You owe us as an American money. 
So yeah, P has had to pay money, even though we've like, mm. you know, for the first time ever in American taxes, you know, and a substantial amount, you know, for like, you know, nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's taxation without representation. There's no, uh, you know, there's there's no benefits that she gets at all from America. She can vote. Yeah, well, that's representation. Uh, could anyway. That's representation. It's re- well, it's not representation if like you, you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything. Voting isn't something where you're uh, where, where you're where you're benefiting. You're just you know like I know you're okay. Representation in I'm, I'm trying to find a way of like phrasing this. You can vote for a person, but then can't influence that in any way or like benefit in any way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I'm, Listen, I don't have my social security number, so I don't have to pay can it. They, of course I agree with you. Well, I know what you're saying, but like, okay, but but can they then retroactively make you pay for the years that you uh, that you haven't paid? It's possible. Let's not talk about it. Okay. It's, well, we will not have this discussion. <laughs> I don't know. I need to look into it, to be honest with you. It's something I'll have to look into. Because you want to go to the States and see movies. Yeah. Yeah, and go on vacations, and, and they got the Impossible Whopper, and I want to try that. Mm, I just have a Whopper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you, uh, by, okay, Impossible Whopper is that one that comes within five minutes? <laughs> there you are. Boom! Fast food jokes. Yeah. Beep, we, boop. We don't, uh, we don't have it in uh, Canada, which means it really is an Impossible Whopper here. Mm, yeah, I like that one. No, it's uh, no. Well, it's impossible. So uh, <laughs> see what we got. McDonald's yeah. is now going to uh, be serving um, the Beyond Burger. Okay. Yeah. I mean, everyone's jumping on it. Yeah, which sure. is not as good as the Impossible Burger. I wish they were doing the Impossible Burger. Okay. We'll see. I mean, with McDonald's, it's all about the sauces anyway. You said it. That's why the Big Mac is the best burger. And you nodded. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you ever buy the, the sauce? Buy the sauce? Yes. They had it in the bottles yeah. in the stores. I bought that in the, in the McChicken sauce together. Yeah, the McChicken sauce was pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's a good fry sauce. Exactly. For sure. Yep, that's what I get when I go to the... Uh... They don't have that anymore, though, right? Like, I haven't seen it No, around. they don't. It was weird. It was there for a while, and they stopped. Damn. Really odd. Damn you. I know. Now you have to go to this, the uh, restaurant and ask for the McChicken sauce, which apparently is gold. They seem very unwilling to give it to you. Oh, is that right? Yeah. We're supposed to pay for it. Well, I'm going to say, uh, let me throw this out there. That's why Q- you ask for it after you pay. QP mayo. Get the Japanese uh, QP mayo. Okay. Uh, and get that on your fries. You will not uh, be disappointed. <laughs> it's better than McChicken sauce? You know what? I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say yeah. I was when, pretty blown away by it having it uh, recently. It was weird. We were down in the states for time. We were coming back from really coming home from a concert. Went and saw Sufjan Stevens in Seattle. Name drop and uh, story checks out. And I, I was kind of hungry, so I said, "Hey, let's just go through the drive-through McDonald's and get some stuff. That'd be okay. kind of fun." So we went through the drive-through McDonald's. You know the McDonald's in Seattle that we would gone through. The one by the Space Needle. Sure. And we. Go through, get into the drive and drive through, and Eve likes fries with McChicken sauce. So I said, "And can we get some McChicken sauce with that?" And this is the guy's response: "Not, oh sure." It was, "Oh, that's just mayo." <laughs> what kind of? Are you selling it? What are you, what are you trying to do? Or you don't want to give it? Like, so we went up. They didn't give it to us. Got no McChicken sauce. I think in it's the, just mayo. I think in the states the packets are. It just says mayo on it. But it's, it's not just mayo. It has. I it understand. Has, it has like herbs and spices, eleven yeah. of them. But I think I think when they give away packets, they yeah. don't give away packets of McChicken sauce. Oh, they give away packets of mayo, and uh, and here they give away packets of the McChicken sauce. Yeah, it's way better. One one more reason Canada's great. Yeah, thanks a lot, Trump. <laughs> Trump. Some people say that is the real reason people are trying to impeach him. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the McDonald's has gone like you would think with him, the McDonald's quality would go up. Mm-hmm. Wrong, way down. 
Way down. You, I mean, you haven't even seen the McRib since that guy got into power. No, that's true. I haven't. Yeah. Wait, didn't they bring it back for a while? Did they? Or did they? <laughs> when are they bringing the pizza back? I don't know. Where's the Shamrock Shakes? Yeah, that's a good question. Where's Uncle O'Grimacy? <laughs> that's a good question. Well, you know, when the IRA kind of lost popularity in the States. Yeah, he was very deeply involved. He was with very IRA. deeply Im- embedded in that. Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen uh, Captain, uh, Captain Crook since he blew him up. If anyone wants to see uh, me having spent all night until like six in the morning drawing (laughs) the uh, McDonald's characters as Shakespearean (laughs) characters, uh, check out my title cards from uh, the early early part of the... Did you draw old school Hamburglar and Captain Crook? Yeah. Yeah. Before they became cute? Yeah. And and before they became sexy. Remember they became sexy Hamburglar for a while there? Hamburglar, I think, was Hamlet Urkler or something like that. Mm. And, uh, what was Captain Crook? I can't remember what who he was. He might have been Richard the Third, based on Richard the Third. Sure, then, sure, okay. And then I think Grimace. Uh, Grimace. I can't remember now. I think it was Mayor Macbeth. Okay. And I can't remember all of them now. Sorry. Uh, well, look it up. Look it up. It's, not, it's in the title. I would parts. say Big Macbeth would be, probably be like Big that. Macbeth. Yeah, but there was who was Big Mac? Was there a Big Mac character? Yeah, that's the uh, police officer. Oh, yeah. Could be. I can't remember now. And then it was the small fries of treachery with the little fry guys. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking like Grimace is kind of a Caliban type character. <laughs> I can't remember. Did what... you have Birdie the early bird? In no, there? Birdie was not in there. Sorry. Why is Birdie different than all the other characters in the McDonald's? Well, I've always wondered that. She's, But Birdie's the most the most like a cro- sitting Cro Marty Croft character. True. But le- what's the one thing that makes uh, Birdie different? She's the only female character. Well, that's that as well. Yeah. And I, then they ditched her. They did. Ditch when she got pregnant with an egg. <laughs> She's a bird. And they wanted to take the egg away and make a McMuffin out of it. And she oh. was like, no. Oh, dear. It's mine. Would've it's my child. Big McMuffin. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It was also the, the father was Big Mac. So it was a Big Mac muffin. Oh, is that right? That's right. <laughs> I'm getting hungry at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> we went to uh, our regular white spot, uh, wacky white spot that we always go to. There's always something different. Dave uh, found a free-range child trapped between two doors and freed them <laughs> as we went inside. And we got placed in a, um, a room, uh, a sort of side room that yeah. was Arctic cold. Yeah, the freezer. It was colder than it was outside. There were slabs of beef hanging around us. Yeah, and a very, very buff server. Very buff. He was like, uh, he was the kind of guy you'd knock a battery off his shoulder in an old uh, 70s <laughs> ad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, very aggressively asking for more fries if you wanted more fries. Want more fries? They're yeah. free. Hey, looks like someone wants more fries. Wants more fries? Like, no, no one ever wants more fries. More fries. No, we're fine. Yeah, I, I ate a like, lot. I already ate a lot. He didn't offer me any because he knew I ate a lot. But, yeah, uh, he, he knew. He knew. But it was so cold. Um, <laughs> But you didn't That's have enough. So You're much. now wanting McDonald's to follow that up. <laughs> I know. I've been craving McDonald's. I've been craving McDonald's for a while, but because I'm on a sugar fast right now. Oh, uh, okay. On a modified sugar fast. For instance, I had a donut the other day. Just because we had someone gave us donuts at work, so I'm not going to pass up a donut. Come on. So I had a f- apple fritter, but so it's just healthy. Let it's me the rec- healthiest choice. Let me recommend, by the way, if you can't find the Big Mac sauce mm-hmm. in the stores, yeah, the President's Choice Not So Secret Sauce is pretty damn close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. That's good to know. I really, to be honest with you, I only like it on a Big Mac. I like I, I, my own home burger. I have my own like how I like it, you know. So, I, adding like I like like I like the Big Mac because it's kind of sparse. Like it's basically just lettuce, onions, and the sauce. Yeah, that's all. That's all you get, and the meat, obviously, and your cheese, and the cheese. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty sparse burger. Like compared to like at home, I have like everything in the fridge on my burger, basically. 
You know, I like mustard, ketchup, relish, onions, pickles, lettuce, tomato, but you cheese. Would, but you wouldn't put an egg on it at home. Hmm. I've never thought about doing it at home. It feels weird to do it at home. It feels wrong. I don't know that it feels wrong. It feels, it feels like feels a dangerous path to Too much to work. I will put a I will cook a hot dog and have a wiener with my hamburger. Though. Will you split it? Yeah, will I'll split, split it, it split it and put it on top of the it's a roundup burger because that's what yeah. the, the the roundup. Remember the roundup uh, hamburger stand in was in the corner of number ten and one fifty second, kind of as he went to Cloverdale. Do no, no, oh, I don't. No. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was called the roundup burger, and that that roundup burger was like a hamburger with a with a hot dog with it. Okay, like a hot dog or a wiener on on top of it with the uh, fried onions. Okay, pretty darn good. It was just a little hamburger stand. Now it's a ginormous mall. It was right where you know that where we went to White Spot that time when I got lost trying to find the White Spot. Oh, okay, it was just Kitty Corner to like across the street and like on the corner. Oh, of that. all right, fair enough. That was once like all farmland there, and then there was this little little outpost of a of a hamburger stand where all the local kids worked. Where's the best burger you've ever had? The best burger I've ever had was a little a place called Little Big Burger in Portland, Oregon. Mm. And once again, not a fancy burger, but just really tasty. Cooked in that peculiar american way of not cooking the meat through which yes. i love yeah which i love we did canada we don't do that because uh, for whatever reason in a country that's not as litigious as, as litigious as the united states we make our restaurants cook all our meat until it's like a charred brick so it's uh, we don't so it's harder to enjoy hamburgers up here i find but that's the best one i've ever had they had really good hamburgers and they had this great fry sauce that was called it was like a mix of ketchup and mayo yeah but it was a particular ketchup that was like local to portland yeah it's really good really good restaurant i've gone there twice because i've when it, if i have been a long time since we've gone back to portland there used to be a place next to heritage hall here in vancouver and it was a russian themed restaurant that was okay. open for like three hours a day <laughs> okay and it was one of these things that would like also like you go in and there's little tables that weren't right for like a restaurant and then around there was like small tables and they were all full of russian crafts that clearly the people who like ran the restaurant made and were trying to make extra money off of okay. by selling you little crafts and knickknacks that they made and yeah and uh yeah you'd get like a burger there that was uh maybe a little too big uh but it was it was kind of almost a meatloafy burger okay and with uh with a lot of onions on it and it was just yeah. like oh so good and uh you just had to take a nap afterwards like it was just <laughs> like we're, we're done we're yeah. done for a while just take it slow slowly go for a long walk and, and work your way through it but yeah it was probably my favorite burger mm. then that all uh that all shut down also like a smash uh like a sorry a shake shack burger in uh in in the states which uh, i'll probably get when i okay i've never there. been to that one i think you'll enjoy it it's a it's a smash burger mm-hmm. you know it's what the people seem to like nowadays yeah what does it mean a smash burger uh it's like you uh put the burger on the grill and then they smash it down oh with, with, a, the, with uh, the heavy the heavy, you know, the heavy thing yeah 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 Cool. Which, uh, you know, a lot of people who are traditional burger-making uh, folks go, no, you're losing all the juice and everything. But it, it makes the uh, outsides uh, really crispy, and it seems to be the way people like burgers nowadays. I was just trying to turn my phone off. You know what I'm going to do? No. I'm gonna literally Throw it on the ground? I'm going to freak it on the smash floor. it? I'm gonna liter- oh, I was gonna literally- I'll show you how they do the smash burgers. Give me your phone. I'll show you exactly, <laughs> I'll show you exactly how it goes. It's dinging away over there. Oh, good night, phone. Oh, it's all magical. Yeah, it's good night. Uh, it's um, yeah. I think I'm. I mean, I do like. I mean, I like almost every burger I've ever had. Like you say, you know, what's your favorite burger? I mean, it's like burger. Like for whatever reason, I just love. I like sandwiches and I like hot dogs and I like burgers because I really like bread. Yeah. And basically, it's like this thing that's all wrapped up in bread. 
Okay. Do you like a hamburger sandwich, like a burger on a sandwich bread? Oh yeah, it's fine. I like a meatloaf sandwich as well, with uh, butter and ketchup with the with the with the uh, meatloaf. That's really good. <laughs> so there you go. Now you are getting hungry. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, it's that's. You got lots of drive-throughs on the way home. I well, I mean, the reason I haven't gone to McDonald's in quite a while is because I I've, I've been sort of dieting for the last through the summer. I was attempting to diet through the summer. Right. It's so hard to diet in the summer though because popsicles. Yep. And soapies and ice cream. It's hot and it's so tempting. This one's like, if, if you know, hey, how about go to Dairy Queen and pick us pick us up some ice cream? And me too. Do I get ice cream? Because yeah, then I'll go. You know, yeah. So it's hard. So yeah, it's just been a like the last month and a half. I've been not having any sugar, and it's purely out of vanity. By the way, it's not nothing to do with health. Like fuck okay. health. I could care less. But uh, well, I'm I'm pro health. Yay, health for me. Yeah, health. And okay. health, I'm throwing good health vibes onto you as well. I'm healthy. I, you know, I'm a healthy person. I'm already, I'm very active. I go yeah. to the gym every day. Like I'm, I don't, when I say fuck health, I just mean I'm not, that's something, something I'm worried about necessarily. The only reason I'm dieting is because I just want to be, I just want to be a little thinner. So let's get rid of some of the excess. What's uh, your padding. ideal, uh, what's your ideal weight? 109, 62, 109 pounds. What? You look kind of <laughs> Yeah, shocked. shocked. <laughs> no, that's not true. Good. I mean... I think where I am, I, I, uh, I mean, ideally, it's more not my ideal weight, but I just like would like to have like less blubber around the middle, okay, which is just part of my age, is you know, just middle age spread or whatever they call it, you know, which is also good on hamburgers. <laughs> but because you know, I'm not, I'm not super heavy. I mean, I'm six two and I, I weigh one eighty nine. Mm-hmm. That's not super heavy, but. You know, it's like 14, it's about 14. I like. I, I know, though, that you're concerned about your weight in that you know it's 189 and not 190. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, well, I don't I, know. I, I shouldn't say I no, know I understand, that. I understand that. No, it's like whenever you get it like that, that yeah, yeah, close, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's based on, it's actually, when I say yeah, it's 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 that, it's because at work it's 199 on our scale. Mm-hmm. But I always think that I wear 10 pounds of gear at work because I have to wear my tools and then my, my work boots. Then you put the gear on the scale and go like, one pound, shit. <laughs> really off. No, it's pretty close because I have, I don't really weigh myself very often, actually. I just jumped on the scale the other day at work because I hadn't done it for a while. Uh, and I was like, ooh, 199, that's good. Um, so I figure that's around 189. That's why I just said that. So, but that's pretty good. Like, I'm pretty happy with that. Like 185 would be, I think, really good. I as a teenager, I weighed 175, but I think teenage weight is not a healthy weight for a for an adult. No, my teenage weight was like in the 150s. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I always look at now at uh, at uh, Mr. Rogers and go like it was uh, what was it 143. That was what he weighed. But okay, that was because he had like kind of magical thinking about his weight. You're familiar with that, right? No, no. 143. 143 is the uh, is the number of letters in I love you. Oh, okay. So he stayed at 143, 143 always. Wow. It was important to him. Very sure. important to be 143. Exactly wow. 143, not more, not less. That's a little weird. It is, yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff about Mr. Rogers. I'm yeah. sure there is. Cause, yeah. Because, yeah. He was a nudist. Not a lot of people uh, bring that up. Mm. I'm kind of curious if they're going to have anything about that in the new movie. Probably not. No, Tom Hanks isn't into it. Tom Hanks does not weigh 143, by the way. Mm. Do you think he does? No, probably not. But he might lose it for the uh you know it's what actors do and also look look we live in a time when uh computers yeah computers can de-age someone yeah and you know again 
my my thing with the Marvel movies is always this: where like everyone works out so hard yeah. to have those perfect abs. Sure. And then you're like, did you see the first Captain America movie? Yeah. You know how uh, Chris Evans was like a skinny little guy, and it actually worked and was it looked right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could do the reverse. Like, you, there's no reason to actually lose weight anymore. It's probably cheaper to lose weight through working out than it is for them to do computer. Could be, and I think actors like that kind of thing. I think they do like that. Like the Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker thing, like he's he lost an insane amount of weight to yeah. the point where, and I only know this because they keep telling me this, that they could only shoot for a certain amount of days and could never do reshoots because you could never lose that amount of weight again. It was oh. too dangerous to do it again, okay. so he just had to shoot it in this yeah. amount of days. That's interesting because he was kind of like hulking in that uh, you were never really here. Yeah, I, f- I think it's the old um, Robert De Niro, you're a good actor if you can lose weight and gain weight yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it's something actors like about, do, and they like changing yeah. their body for a part. What about Christian Bale, like for Vice? Or for The Mechanic. I mean, that's both of those are pretty impressive extremes. Yeah. You know? To, again, you go like, I know, or just act it. Or just act it, yeah, you yeah. know? I d- but I think that for them, that's part of the acting, is that be. It, it becoming... Just, I, again, I, I, you know, I don't know them. Yeah. But uh, you know, I worry about people doing extremes. Yeah, with their, yeah. It with doesn't their, seem very good for body. you. Yeah. It doesn't seem good for you. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, I think. Well, in terms of actors, I think they do like the workout part of it for that, for the, the reasons of vanity, just like I do. But also for them, it's also as a practical thing because they are doing fight scenes and stuff like that, and so they do need some some muscles and some. You know, they need to have been stretched out and have the flexibility and stuff yeah. to do that without hurting themselves. Because, you know, doing like physical things without just off on a whim is actually very dangerous for you because you can easily hurt yourself because yeah. you don't have the coordination to do a fight sequence. You could also hurt someone else too if you're doing like a, a fake fight and you're pretending to punch people. If you didn't, if you weren't very well coordinated, you could punch the other person oh, sure, and yeah. hurt them. So, you know, it works for it. it there's, there's more to it than just computer graphics and stuff like that. Although, you know, then you could argue, well, they can just, you know, animate the fight. And then I say to them, have you seen Black Panther? You don't want to animate pe- people fighting. It just looks awful. Yeah, that technology is not there. Making he, Chris Evans look small, that works. Yeah. Making uh, Samuel L. Jackson look younger, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Apparently there's a, I was watching something about this, and there's a company in London, in London, England, and that's basically what they do. They're like a, they're like a, you know, po- like a computer graphic, whatever they call them. What do they call those places? An animation studio? Is that what they call an animation studio? They do CGI? CGI, but yeah. A CGI laboratory. Anyway, okay. they, they're they pretty much, that's all they do is de-age actors in movies. Ah. They just have this, I guess they have the technique down so they can do it really quickly and efficiently. Sure. So, so they would do the Marvel movies. They do whatever. You need an actor looking younger? Call them Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy. All that stuff. He, they work them all. I'm a big fan of the um, the new Anna Green Gables on on CBC, mm. and there's less flashbacks in the uh, the second season and third season. And I'm I'm assuming the reason for it, it, well, it works dramatically too because there's less trauma, so there's less for flashing back to trauma. Okay. But also, you can't flash back to an age where the actress. You know, uh, is no longer I, yeah. is that age. Yeah, and uh, I'm wondering if, like, in the future, you will be able to do that kind of thing with kids and mm. like actually 
do flashbacks to uh, to that because that is the limit now. You can with adults, you know, just slap yeah. slap off some wrinkles and yeah. take this and do do that. But like kids ch- change so radically, there's no way of uh, of doing that. No, that's true. Yeah, so they can never uh, forever night uh, that show, which is uh, which is good. They they're moving on. It's fine. What's Forever Night? Uh, Forever Night was a TV show about a vampire, and much like Highlander. And there was like another show much like it too. Uh, they would have a lot of flashbacks oh, of okay. like back in ancient times mm. and when they were kind of certain- like um, that show uh, Buffy and Angel. Angel, with, with yes, the, Angel uh, would do that as well. Irish, and Irish you go show. like, oh, the Angel used to look like this. Except, Except I remember the first season of Buffy. Yeah, and he looked much different when he was a starving. Yeah, serving he had actor. a little bit more beef to the uh, <laughs> broth. So that's fine. I understand. We are all we're all going to be nice about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to turn to the mailbag if that is okay, Dave. Oh, okay. Are you down with that? Sure. Are you down with the mailbag? I'm all over the mailbag. Okay. So last week we asked a couple of questions. Uh, one was: Is there something you did in the past and it was okay, but you're embarrassed about now? And the sub question: uh, What do you call those long-legged, flighty insect leather jackets, crane flies, or daddy long legs? Do you have any regional names for insects? That are particular to where you live. I just added that because we didn't. We forgot about a sub question. Yeah, no, that makes sense. No one, no one answered that one. No, though. no, I'm surprised Gavin didn't answer. Gavin, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? Are yeah. He's mad about the religious talk at the end. Because I might have lost him. Sorry about that, Gavin. So our friend Dylan uh, wrote. I remember being dressed up as a uh, quote unquote China man for book week at school when I was five. Uh, canonical bamboo hat, red poncho, the whole bit. Uh, I offer an unreserved apology for the racial stereotyping. I blame my youth, my immaturity. Uh, it was a different time, 1976. That was about when I was dressing up like that uh, <laughs> as a Halloween uh, costume. Yeah. My mother, however, uh, should be ashamed of herself. Uh, I also dressed up as Linus from Peanuts a few years later. The only embarrassing part of that was no one else knew who Linus was. That really? is very strange to me. Well, Still very popular. If, if, if only for the Dolly Madison ads. They didn't have those in Australia. Oh, right, Australia. <laughs> uh, we had no morning TV routine. Oh, we were talking about this the week before, yeah. about like, uh, what was your morning routine? Uh, we had no morning TV routine until mid-high school. I was uh, I were never allowed to have the TV on before school or even after school until about 5.30 when the goodies... Ah. Uh, came on. Oh, that's a good. Uh, that's good about show. what time they ran on. Goody, goody, yum, yum. That's about what time they ran when I was uh, in grade six. Calm. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even a question, and I never uh, really missed it. To this day, I have never seen an episode of Gilligan's Island. Uh, there was a whole trove of cultural references that I don't really get. I did spend my uh, later high school years watching You Can't Do That on TV after school, as uh, both of my parents had jobs by then. You know what strange was? You actually could do that stuff on TV. Hmm. In fact, Dylan, they did it uh, many years earlier and called it laughing. So, yeah, they could. Dylan, um, I just want to you know, just sit right back and you'll, you'll hear a tale. A tale of a fateful trip that started on a tropic shore aboard a tiny ship. No, it's okay. He's not getting what I'm talking about. So. Well, what was the deal with the mate? <laughs> what was the deal with the mate? Mate was a mighty uh, Oh, he was a man. sailor man. But the skipper, skipper he's brave and sure. That's right. Five passengers set sail that day. It was How just going to be a three-hour tour. What? Well, the weather started getting rough. Oh, you got to repeat it. You got to repeat a three-hour tour. <laughs> three-hour tour. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Not sure uh, what you did this week, uh, uh, but as uh, Dave was talking about ghosting a party, my podcast... I didn't ghost... Did I ghost a party? Yeah. 
my podcast app crashed so hard that it unsubscribed you guys. I had to <laughs> search and resubscribe just oh. to hear how many cakes uh, Dave baked for Mary. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you you went to a party and then you uh, left without saying goodbye. Ghost. I thought that was a French exit. It is a French exit. It's also called ghosting. Of all ghosting th- is when you break up with someone without telling them. Yeah, you broke up with everyone at the party and left. <laughs> the uh, or he's just making up what happened and he's gaslighting you. It could also be that. Oh, uh, so of all the podcasts that uh, get unsubscribed sometimes in uh, all these years, I've never lost Sneaky Dragon before. Oh, but but uh, in huh. this case, something happened. Um, our friend Louise uh, wrote. Uh, in high school, I played a Japanese character in a play set in Okinawa. The other Japanese uh, roles were played by Chinese, South Asian, and Caucasian students. So it was a diverse cast. Uh, my teacher who did my makeup gave my skin a golden tone and made my eyes look va- vaguely Asian. Well, more Asian as I'm one quarter Chinese. Uh, it wasn't oh, a caricature. I didn't know that. It was, yeah. It wasn't a, does that make you not like her now? It's changed my opinion of her. Okay, very good. Uh, Dave is, For the better. Dave is one quarter racist. <laughs> it wasn't a caricature look, but uh, some might call that yellow face. I wouldn't do it now. I think it's uh, one thing to dress as a character or celebrity outside your uh, ethnicity and another thing uh, to alter your face. I can easily come across, it can easily come across like you're parodying an ethnicity or, uh, uh, or it can be hurtful and that can be hurtful. Around the same time, our Sunday school did a Christmas pageant, and our community access channel uh, came to tape it. It was based on uh, the Huron uh, Carol, a song that retells the nativity story in a First Nations setting. I played the angel Gabriel in a fringe dress. Because we were going on TV, the church person in charge made us wear homemade cocoa and Christo, Crisco makeup. Oh, dear. Ugh. I remember getting uh, mad because I thought it was disrespectful. I told the woman I didn't want to wear it, but she insisted on it because it was for television. I wish I had the words at the time to say, this is racist, this is wrong. Hmm. And she wrote a correction afterwards. Uh, that should be, it can e- easily come across like you're parroting, yes, yes, but we understood what you meant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. cocoa and Crisco. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah. I remember remember that summer replacement show. Yeah. Coco and Crisco. Go on. Oh, that was it. Those were were our letters, so thank you very much. Oh, we didn't get very many letters, did we? No, what's wrong? What did we do? Was it my insect question? Yeah, I think everyone got scared by the the bugs. Put everyone off. We, uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, that's that. Do we know what, uh, do we know what our question of uh, of, uh, this week will be? No, we don't yet. But I was thinking about something... Uh, it was being talked about on a, a different podcast I was listening to, but I thought it was interesting, which was talking about what is what is the most like w- when you were a kid. Yes. What was the most adult thing that you liked, or that like that you were into? If you know what I mean, like okay. like a movie, or you know what I mean, like so. Like I feel like as a kid, like I was in grade five when okay. I discovered Monty Python and the Marx Brothers, and I feel like that was kind of ahead of the curve. In terms of like, I would like editorial cartoons. Yeah, like political editorial cartoons, like uh, or even like Giles. Mm. Uh, I would like, uh, I would like that. Oh, Ben Wick, which was a more simple thing, but I'd like the complicated editorial cartoons that from 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 different yeah. papers. Okay, and of course I wouldn't get all of them. And there was no. like one cartoonist who would hide cats in his drawings and I'd enjoy <laughs> those. Yeah, but I was like, to, yeah, I always really enjoyed uh, editorial cartoons. Hmm. Interesting. But you like Monty Python? Yeah, really like. 
like I just you know I'd read just stumbled upon it as a kid and like I read it immediately appealed to me. Yes, you know, like it just spoke to me in some weird way. And I think it was kind of it's kind of ahead of your of your time as a kid in grade five, whatever age that is. Yeah, when I was in uh, junior high school, I really kind of fell in love with. Uh, a lot of George Bernard Shaw. Mm, okay. Like, for some reason, I just really, really enjoyed like the Arms and the Man. And yeah. Things like that. I liked reading it out loud. And I just like. I remember once um, we were in high school, and uh, you were talking about like being bored by something like George Bernard Shaw, and I went, "Let's read a scene." And we read a <laughs> we read a scene, and you were la- laughing out loud, and I'm like, "It's a good solid scene, isn't yeah, it?" It's like, yeah. "Yes, it is," and I felt like I convinced you at that yeah, time. Yeah. You know, it was, it was good. So what's what? So your question is. What is something, yeah, from uh, when that you were a little ahead of the curve? Uh, yeah, when yeah. You were, uh, when you were young, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like when I was when I was a, a young teenager, I used to like to watch. I would quite regularly watch the French Station because mm. I really I really enjoyed because uh, I just stumbled upon um, Jean Cocteau's La Belle et la Bête, his version of Beauty and the Beast, which I really loved because it's so magical. And then I remember, like, you know tuning in all the time to find so i saw l'orfei and stuff like that so i watched them in french because they of course weren't they weren't subtitled or anything so it was on the french channel because it came was for because we live in canada where french is a second language sure. and so but i really fell in love with those with john cocteau and that's what got me into uh theater of the absurd so inesco and 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 um benny hill <laughs> good old benny hill and uh samuel beckett and just stuff like that and then reading per ubu and then getting interested in Dada, so all the kind of things all kind of came out of that, out of the, out of that, you know, just that kind of teenage interest in things that were probably a little ahead of where I was. Uh, I think there was where a, I should be anyway. I well, think, definitely ahead of other kids. Sure, sure. Like there weren't. I didn't know anyone who was listening to Einstein on the Beach when I was a teenager. I would say I would say French CBC uh, is is something that's kind of underrated, uh, in our development. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was things on French CBC to definitely, first of all, look, uh, look, the reason I watched French CBC was nudity. Okay. There's a lot of, there was a lot of movies about artists and their models. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) you know, there'd be scenes with a lot of nudity Uh. or I'd be watching Captain Harlock, which I could watch in English. I was just going to say Captain Harlock. Or yeah. In French, uh, there'd be an explosion and tops would come flying off. Mm. And uh, be like, what's all this about? Yeah, I never saw Captain Harlock in English. I only, I only saw it on the French channel, yeah. which I watched there. They would play Buster Keaton films and Charlie Chaplin and sure. films and Harry Langdon films on the French There was station. a lot of maturity to yeah. Yeah, uh, French CBC that we did not have with the other CBC. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it would uh, it was kind of like hmm, it'd be very different. Like if if you just had American channels, you'd see none of this business. Yeah. Uh, unless, and again, I remember watching um danger uxb unexploded bomb yeah yeah that was on, on masterpiece theater and yes. one of the episodes started with like a topless nightclub mm. and it wasn't like a film like it was it was shot for tv okay and it was like all this nudity like just straight out and it was just like the heck pbs and realizing <laughs> pbs could do this yeah i'm watching it with my family but it's like it's masterpiece theater what are we gonna yeah. do why don't they do this in all creatures great and small yeah. <laughs> sorry there's a lot of animal nudity in that. I guess you're right. They do. And, and, and th- they trading teats for tits. And back in the day, and this is really dating myself, yeah. is uh, you'd have to get up and change the channel. So you're not going to do that. <laughs> right? It's too much work to get up yeah. and go like, nu- like nowadays it'd be like nudity, click, yeah. that's off. It's that's, like, ugh, got to get up and turn off the... You didn't realize the secret, but that's why you have a little brother. That you make it up and change the channels. 
for you. Yeah, but the uh, the brother would be hypnotized by the uh, breasts. Oh, that's true. And would just be like in a in a breast coma. What, what are you talking about? Changing the channel because there's breasts on it. Yeah. Why would you do that? Uh, because uh, there's nudity on TV. You gotta change the channel. Really? I guess. I don't know. It would just be awkward. We'd just all be sitting there quietly and looking around. <laughs> just like nothing more awkward than uh, unexpected nudity in a show or a big long sex scene. Ugh. I'm just thinking. I just remembering the Danger EXP was a good show. Yeah. Okay. Here's my sub question. Okay. What was something you would watch with your uh, with your folks, perhaps? Yeah. That was awkward. And I would say, I would say for me, it would it would a uh, Python was one of them. Yeah. Because anytime there was a little nudity that came on, my mom would say, oh. <laughs> like in the an, in the animation or uh, oh really the, like oh and like she she would definitely not get python yeah but my grandparents loved it my grandparents were british and they loved it okay uh my dad i think was not a big fan he didn't like dumb comedy and he felt it was dumb yeah uh so yeah it was always awkward watching that and it would just be like oh no they've come in the room oh no oh they're sitting down oh no i can't turn it off no no and here we go that yeah so That'd be my sub question. Huh. Those are those are hard shows to watch, Monty Python. Not the hard to watch, but hard to get to watch because they're half an hour long and they're on at weird times. Weirdest times. And, the weirdest times. And so it's hard to like organize a way to like get the TV in your because we only had one television in my house. So it was just, it was really awkward. So sometimes like I, if Monty Python was on at 10:30 at night, I would have to watch TV from like 8 till 10:30 and like kind of monopolize it. Yeah. Just so I could get to Monty Python. Yeah. So I just watched all this garbage yeah. to get to Monty Python. And I, I did it. I had to. And then every so often, there'd be a dumb football game on. And, you know, you wouldn't be able to watch TV for like three to four hours. as that shit. <laughs> yes, and then Dad true. would be yelling at the screen, all angry. And I'm like, why be angry? Did you put money on it? Then What's he, it matter? Then he'd get mad at me. Uh, he'd yell at me for something. He'd be like, what? what? I'm not playing the game. Yeah, you sure aren't. And neither are these bozos. <laughs> yeah. Parents. So on and so forth. Uh, that's a good question. Okay, good. We expect an answer, people. How would people answer, Dave? Well, you tell me. Oh, am I hosting this one? Okay. <laughs> it's 408. Oh, it's so cold from that white spot. Um, <laughs> what you're going to do is Burr. this. You're going to go to sneakydragon.com. What? When you're there. Okay. Listen, don't tell anyone. Wait. But underneath every episode of the show, there's a hidden message board. <laughs> What I'm going to need you to do is strip completely nude, oh. open up the file, yeah, and then leave us a message. When you're done, put your clothing back on, <laughs> okay. yeah, and leave the library. <laughs> anyway, or don't do the nudity; it's fine. Either way, it's yeah. fine. Ian uh, really hates clothes germs. I sure do. Ugh. Uh, or uh, you can email us at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com, sneakyd mm-hmm. at sneakydragon.com. Are we on Facebook? Of course we are. How could we not be? Uh, we've got a Sneaky Dragon page there, and you can leave us a message. Uh, there are various different things we post on. We post different things on different sites. So if you go like, I, I check out this page, that's enough. Wrong. Got to check out other things. Check out other pages. Go to our uh, Facebook page or go to our Twitter, which is sneaky underscore dragon. Uh, or Tumblr, sneakydragon.tumblr.com. Quite frankly, I don't think I've ever been there. I don't know if it really exists. I take Dave's word for it. And are you asking, do we have a YouTube uh, page? We do as well. And That's if you true. go to our YouTube page, a Sneaky Dragon on YouTube, uh, you can see Dave making eggs Dedrick. Which yeah. we should put a link to on our uh, main page I will as do well. that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and find out how to make the classic uh, Christmas treat, uh, eggs Dedrick. What's mm. that like? Eggs Benedict? No, 
go to hell. It's not like that at all. No, shut up. I think it's better than it. Yeah, and you can watch us for I don't know, like forty minutes, make eggs. <laughs> you'll get the total. You'll get the total stirring the time. Total. As well. And by the way, if you can't sleep, just put it on. Go right to sleep. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. It is entertaining, but it's nice and relaxing as well. It's nice. Yeah. Just us cooking in the kitchen. It is. We're having a nice uh, cooking time. That's Probably going to cook some other things at some point. Maybe, maybe we'll make burgers. We'll uh, make That'd little, be fun. Make little burgers. Yeah, something like that. See uh, how mm. Dave and I differ in our burger making. Yes, we'll see. Uh, or you can you can make a suggestion for us and go. Hey, why don't you guys cook this? And we'll uh, we'll attempt to cook more. a thing. Yeah. yeah, we want to do more uh, cooking videos because they're kind of fun. I have a burger question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, fry it, grill it. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Uh, for the most part, for the most part, I do fry it, fry it in a pan. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that best. Yeah, I usually do like about mm, three and a half to four minutes aside. Mm. Uh, when I when I flip it over, I'll put a little cheese on it and then cover, put a little water yep. uh, down, uh, cover it up. I put ice down. Steam. Yeah. Oh, you put ice? Yeah. Well, that is very Ice melts, so you get more steam. That is interesting. Right, I learned interested. that from Dino Stripes. You're an interesting... Uh, do you, okay, do you cook your burgers a uh, little pink inside or do you... Yes, it has uh, to be pink inside. Yeah. That is kind of how you have to have you it. You got to have it that way. It doesn't make we any gotta, sense. We got to straighten things out. Like I know, I know Trudeau's been going through some problems with, uh, <laughs> you know, the pictures and the click yeah. clack and the bang bang. Uh, not so, not so good on that. But we got to talk to the guy about letting us have like some uh, yeah. medium burgers for sure. Yeah, because there's even trouble like at the restaurant a couple times now. I've ordered the eggs and it, it doesn't come with a runny yolk. Like, what's the point of having a, a egg and a burger without some yolk? Oh no, that's ridiculous. That's the only reason to yeah, have that. Exactly. Then you get on your fries. Oh man. Yeah, we'll talk about this. I'm later. getting hungry, everyone. I think I will. You know what I'm going to do after the after my high school grad reunion? Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to go to McDonald's after. This yeah. sounds like a very high school thing to do. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if I can talk to people and come with me because it's in Langley. That's where the high school reunion is. Yeah. It's like right near where I live. It's like 20 minutes away from. You guys get like a corner uh, table or something. I don't, I don't like live that. in Langley. I live in. And just all giggle and just like be be loud, mm. and they'll like, hey, hey, we're gonna have to ask you guys to leave. <laughs> Shut up, narc! And you'll just like be all youthful, narc. and you know, and you'll be like, or one bit of youthfulness. Grad, grad eighty four rules. Woo! You are grad eighty four, right? Grad eighty four. Yeah. Grad eighty four rules. Woo! Woo! Ha- we we have a few people joining us from other years. We have some eighty three people coming and some eighty five people coming as well. Oh. So that's cool. Why is that uh, the case? Because they're welcome to come. Because oh. sometimes when you, like, I've often wanted to go to your year grad. Sure. Because I knew a lot of people in grade 11. Um, just because those, you know, just. Uh, yeah, it's close enough that you. It's close enough. It's close enough. And I'm, I'm not a snob. And because my brother is, is a person who would make friends and then lose friends very, very quickly, mm-hmm. I would inherit his friends. <laughs> okay. So I would end up, because I would talk to people who come sure. to our house. Makes sense. And be friends with, be friendly with them. And then when, you know, he alienated them for whatever reason, you know, he, then I would sort of become, then I would be their friend, you know, and so then I would just kind of carry on. So, but also uh, like grade 12 and grade 11, there was a, there was like a seismic shift in, in like tastes and stuff like that. So on my side of the age wall, mm-hmm. people were still like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, you know, sure. all that kind of stuff. Like old stuff. They were into the old. On the other side of... Classic rock. Classic rock. And the other side of that was the kids in grade 11 had shifted to be into the new music. Mm. So there was way more like people, like fans of new wave music and stuff, for for want of a better term. So so that I had way more in common with those people than I had with with, um, 
my my age group who tended to be pretty much you know still listening to ACDC and whatever else, which is fine. But at that time, I was like I had burned all that stuff to the ground sure. in my mind. Like I just said, you know, I just got rid of all that. Like anything from the sixties and seventies was complete garbage, unless it was like post seventy six, uh, and that's all I listened to for a while. You know, because you need to make that sort of huge pendulum swing in yeah, some yeah, direction as choices, a teenager. Yeah, yeah, exactly. bold statements. Exactly. So. Yeah, it was way more common for me to find similar tastes in the the grade below me than in my grade. Yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, so I had a lot of friends in that group, and that so that'd be kind of fun to see those people if they were there. Yeah. When did you go to your last reunion? Was it five years ago? Five years ago, yeah, thirtieth. Okay. Uh, so I missed the tenth. Went to yeah. the twentieth. Went to the thirtieth, and now we're doing a thirty fifth. I don't you know, know why they're becoming more common. Here's the nice thing: is like, uh, okay, so I'll be you at the reunion. And you can say, like, we haven't seen each other in five years. Yeah, okay. And uh, you say to me, hey, Dave, uh, what's, uh, what you been up to? Oh, hey, Dave, what you been up to? Oh, first of all, oh, uh, sorry. Tell, me I've, tell me I've lost weight. Hey, it looks like you lost a lot of weight. Oh, thanks. I've been working on it. It's a vanity thing. It's not really a health <laughs> thing. Fuck health is what I say. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I've been on a kind of a sugar, anti-sugar you know thing. And I'm gonna get You're still Mc- taking the big choices. And I'm going to get some uh, McDonald's after this. Okay. And, uh, if you guys want to join me, that's fine. But sorry, uh, ask me what I've been up to. Well, what have you been up to? Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I'd love to just tell you, but instead, um, I've been doing a podcast for the last seven years, yeah. which is encompasses eight, these, you mean eight, eight years. Well, whatever, uh, <laughs> eight years. Uh, so look, okay. it's called uh, go to sneakydragon.com, sure, and you can listen to me talking for the yeah. last five years yeah. about what's happened to me that week. Yeah. So just pick a fucking week. <laughs> And uh, and and click that, and you'll get an update uh-huh. on what I've been up to. And by the way, if you're interested in what I'm up to this week or next yeah. week, I'll still be on that show. Yeah, I'm an open fucking book, brother. <laughs> like, there's no reason for us to talk about this now. I talk every week for an hour and a goddamn half about everything that's going on in my life. Okay. Yeah. There's going to be an AI program that's going to read all this shit and be able to duplicate me like within three years. That is a worry. And just be able to just do this podcast automatically. It's just going to go, well, theoretically, this must have happened by this point. I was like, hey, Dave, uh, I'll say, I'll talk to my AI program and I'll be like, hey, Dave, what are you up to? I had a spike ball injury today. (laughs) Oh, Dave, why do you speak so awkwardly like this? The voice technology isn't as good. (laughs) I like music. I saw Sufjan Stevens today. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And got arrested for not having a SIN number. (laughs) Beep. Why are you beeping now? Low battery. (laughs) Beep boop. Yeah. I have 75 chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I have two chickens. Bleep two, blorp. But by then you'll have blorp. 75. Bleep blorp. I have uh, two savages. That's what I have. They're a couple of kooky kids. Cool. I like them. I like them a lot. We're going to be bringing back Chick Talk over the next couple of episodes. But apparently it's illegal. So you, can't have, you can't have roosters in your backyard. Nope. You're only allowed to have chickens. So we think one of them might be a rooster. So it might have oh. to get returned. Okay. For its eventual demise, unfortunately. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, it is too bad. But you know what? If you're not laying, you're not paying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> Get to work on that one. Thanks for listening. I've been Ian. I've been David. David.